Hello, everybody. This is episode 26. That's half a year's worth of episodes. That's crazy. 26 weeks. This is how to use permission marketing in your business. And in your business. In your business? <laughs> <laughs> um, said before. Welcome to um, Business Can Be Better. This is a show where we help great business owners become excellent business owners through our chats about sales and marketing, finances, and leadership. So this is Kelly Ray. Hi, I'm Kelly Ray. Uh, I'm a business coach and an entrepreneur. Started TMH Business Coaching five and a half years ago, and I'm part of some other businesses in town too. And I'm Lane. I own a marketing agency uh, that I've had for about three and a half years and aspire to be a serial entrepreneur, but you know, I'm pretty new at this, just winging it. One at a time, trust me. What's new with Kelly Ray? Oh, I'm having trouble sleeping. Every, oh. like I find that in my life, every time something like new and exciting starts, mm-hmm. I just don't sleep for a while. I don't know if it's like like so stress ex- or excitement. Excitement. I can't shut my brain off. Like I'll like roll over and write things in a notebook, and then I wake up and I'm like, "What is this? What did I say?" So I'm just really excited, I guess, lately about good. Yeah, about new business and this business and yeah. Good. So I guess it's good that I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I guess. That's an interesting trade-off. What's new with you? Um, I'm very excited to have updated my website with new language. Like we've really worked hard. I think maybe we even mentioned this on the most recent podcast, but been working very hard on getting our messaging more precise and accurate about what we do because I'm very aware that most people know of us but don't know what the hell we do Uh, so (laughs) um rewrote mission statements rewrote usps rewrote culture statements rewrote kind of the homepage sort of statements on our website trying to make it a lot clearer what we do who we do it for how we do it that's unique that kind of stuff i love that i wish i had the internet right now on this computer yeah so i have my website open right here we can check it out later oh it is nice (laughs) so i updated all that which is fun Awesome. It's been good to have done that finally. So yeah. Very good leadership things to do. Yeah. Mission, working on mission. the business, good right? Job. Great job. And today we're going to talk about permission marketing. This came up because someone that we both know made a post on LinkedIn about oh, yes. using it and was like, this didn't work for me. What happened? And so we just had like some comments and there was had some dialogue about permission marketing. And then I'm like, why don't we just do an episode about this? Let's talk about permission marketing and how to use it in a business. And that's, it's permission mark. I guess people also talk about direct marketing, but sometimes direct marketing can mean like mail Mail that's addressed to you and things like that, which I guess technically would be permission marketing. Right. (laughs) But we're talking about permission marketing that is, um, it's something that you've opted into. So we're talking about Facebook Messenger campaigns, SMS marketing, or like text message campaigns, email campaigns, those kind of things where the people have opted in and then you've sent them messaging marketing yeah yeah so we're talking to the business owners who are sending yes marketing also i think it like a few points that i kind of thought of today i wanted to kind of talk about the point from the consumer okay like when people send me as the recipient yeah Yeah, how it kind of feels because i think sometimes we forget that viewpoint yeah and when you're running a business you really tend to think of things just through your lens and Trying to get into the frame of mind of your customer, I think, would do you a lot of good sure. in, this, in this area. 
Yeah. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say because uh, when I thought of permission marketing, all I thought of was email. Right. You know, like, yes, I subscribe. Or yeah. like, no, I want to unsubscribe. And I was just thinking email, email, email. And the post that sparked this was specifically about SMS, about text message marketing. Yeah. And I think it's important to distinguish that we don't mean texting your clients and texting your customers like in the way that you would email them personally. And it's a one-off thing you send. Because I think you raised that in there when we were discussing it where you said, well, some of my clients actually really like like they prefer being contacted by me texting them rather than emailing them, but that's we're talking about the marketing side of it, not, yeah. hey, don't forget our meeting. Well, yeah. it might be. You could have automated reminders about your meetings, but it's not, um, hey, I thought of you. Here's a resource you should read or something like that. Yeah. Like it's This is more either it's done en masse to a large group of people or it's done um, automated, like it's triggered by some other action. And would you say that it's would to people who aren't yet clients then? No, I would definitely, it would also be to clients and customers that exist, but okay. but it's more of a marketing angle rather than just that like customer or client communication that is necessary in a relationship. That makes sense. But permission marketing was a, t- was a term that Seth Godin introduced as far back as 1999, which at that point was probably just talking about email. But kind of what makes it permission marketing compared to other types of marketing is the fact that there's consent given ahead of time like advanced consent where people have said yes it's fine that you send me this and that's that is required (laughs) yeah i wanted to i don't know why but i really felt the need to share the law remember like there is laws ago when they're talking about the canadian anti-spam legislation changing and everyone was all scared yeah um so the main three things are just you need to obtain consent like they have to say yes you can send me such messages um provide identification information so you just have to say like your company like yeah address, you have to have a mailing address for your yeah. company yeah and then pres- uh, prescribe oh, man. <laughs> provide an unsubscribe yes. uh, mechanism yeah so those are the three rules those are the three so rules. i think a lot of people um didn't even know those because i think a lot of people are like oh when you hear legislation you're like i don't have time to read the legislation right like this 85 page pdf on the government website no it's those three rules are pretty much keep you covered yeah and that's important because when this first came out actually when did that first when did that law first come into place most it was in the states first but it used to be that you could just get email lists just buy a hundred thousand emails that have been collected somewhere and you could just spam anyone and there was not a law against that but there is definitely laws against that now there's um still some fuzziness around implied consent there isn't yet like a strict law but just get actual consent yeah because if you get if you trick people into being on your list you get a crappy response rate anyway yeah. people don't read it people unsubscribe people report you but the i want one of my first big management jobs was running a call center and we like auto generated phone numbers okay and i think back i just feel so bad for those employees like they would call people totally without their permission yeah or it would be a list of uh clients who had like bought a certain car and they would be calling to do surveys, like market research. And people were so angry. Right. How did you get my number? And they're like, uh, I you don't just, know. I was on the computer. Put in some random digits. Oh, so bad. The, and the value of doing this direct marketing stuff is that now you can reach people without having to pay for it. Like with advertising, you say, here's the audience I want to reach. Here's this amount of money, Google or Facebook or radio or whoever it is. And you have to pay and reach those people. But that's why this direct marketing or more specifically permission marketing, why... It's been emphasized for years. You'd always hear people say, like, build your list, get an email list. And that's so important in a lot of businesses because now you can market to them without having to pay some middleman 
you know entity that helps you reach those people now you have direct line of communication you can send them a message send them a text send them an email like you have that direct line and there's no one charging you to reach them so that's the value of that and why there's companies who are just in the business of getting you leads which is literally just here's the contact information now it's up to you to market to them yeah and i think it's really important to contrast uh permission marketing with like i want to call it old school marketing or like in your face advertising i think uh in re-engineering retail that book i was telling you about by doug stevens i think he talks about about interruption marketing yes and i think seth godin refers to it as the same thing in that book but it's like in the old days you were watching tv and you were like really into this program then all of a sudden it was like buy dove soap and you're like well i wanted to watch a tv program you know i'll Mm -hmm. get up and leave the room or like pop-ups remember pop-ups on websites oh some people still have pop-ups so annoying (laughs) i have clients with pop-ups on them oh sorry clients (laughs) um but well i'm probably not their ideal client then yeah i mean um yeah in general (laughs) i'm not trying to be (laughs) rude or mean (laughs) and that's one thing my clients like they say to me all the time you're not my ideal client and i'm like yeah good point good point yeah you know you should ask and there's also ways of doing it that are still valuable like you can pop up something that isn't annoying yeah like at least valuable at least there's now what you'd call exit intent pop-up so at least they don't bother you no just no it's just um they don't bother you until you scroll up into your browser bar like you're about to hit back or go to a new place so as soon as your cursor goes in there then it pops up so it's not going to irritate you while you're browsing the site it's just trying to catch you before you leave which still irritates people but it still works so (laughs) it's hard to argue and it works yeah Um, so like when people do give us that permission we just need to be really really i think we need to be really grateful for that yeah and respect that totally and and one more thing I wanted to say about that interruption uh, marketing, like it's totally dead. It's you. It's not like it's really not working anymore compared to permission marketing, because even when you think about YouTube, you're trying to watch something on YouTube. YouTube is giving you that countdown that like you only have to endure this mm-hmm. for five more seconds, four more seconds, three more seconds. And they're like, skip ad. Yeah. Like it's totally they obviously didn't do it on purpose. But in my opinion, it's been positioned as an imposition. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the book I'm reading now just talks about that. How it's like this interruption marketing, these advertisements are clearly not as effective because we're just waiting to hit that skip ad button, yeah, right? Like it's totally. It's not, and I don't think we can say that they absolutely don't work because everything works. It's just, is it the right way to spend your money? Because even like Google banner ads, we have clients still doing Google banner ads, but it's because they're ridiculously cheap. Our expectation is nothing it's just well hopefully they just see our logo and name everywhere they go and it's just top of mind but i mean we're literally getting 79 cents per thousand impressions okay so you're saying everything works in certain cases yeah everything works and then it's about which one gets you the best results for your money everything work radio still works tv still works but does it work as good as this other thing right and we have to be really careful of that especially me like speaking in generalities about tv doesn't work radio doesn't work because every single business and every single target audience is different it is yeah it could work for some and not for others yeah but we speak in generalities often because we're not talking about a specific business so it is yeah we have to make some sweeping statements at times i think all right i think the permission part like for me anyways um you know i shut off like all my notifications on my phone right yeah so people text me or email me like i don't even know until i actually go into that app and look but most people have all their notifications on and i think that people really get annoyed with the whole interruption thing Mm -hmm. like it's like 
nowadays if someone phones you it's kind of weird that they didn't text you to get your permission to phone. right like can you talk you know usually people text each other right yeah. so i kind of was thinking that the the more invasive would be like from email to text to calling yeah but what have you found like i haven't actually done those surveys i just kind of have my clients opinions so i think the the thing that is going to tell you how invasive they are is looking at how frequently people unsubscribe <laughs> that's all you need to look at okay how frequently do people unsubscribe that tells you they don't want you there yeah so email is still uh, people are are very um tolerant of email marketing i mean you're getting everyone's getting spam and whether it's spam or it's just not as appealing marketing into your inbox or maybe some of it is actually appealing marketing like there's all different variations of how much you welcome that message but none of us are like how did that get in my inbox it's just kind of like oh well if i really hate it i'll unsubscribe <laughs> but you're probably going to see it 15 times before you're finally like you know what i should unsubscribe to that i've never opened one of these and so you unsubscribe so the average unsubscribe rate industry-wide right now is 0.01 percent what? Is the unsubscribe rate per email blast? So if you send a hundred thousand, what's the zero point one percent on a hundred thousand? Like ten people or something. So that. yeah, like that's your unsubscribe rate on email. Um, that source for that is Campaign Monitor. They also have the average is seventeen point eight percent open rate, so about eighteen percent. That's higher than I thought. Yeah, it is. That's not bad as an average, right? So I used to think it was like three to five percent. No, opens are, yeah, like we want 20%. If we're under 20, we're probably doing something wrong. I'm probably thinking about um, survey responses. Click-through rate is like 2.6%. So actually okay. like clicking a button in your email or clicking out through to a blog post or whatever you have as a, as a button or a call to action there, that's like 2.6%. But your unsubscribes are super, super low. So as to contrast, SMS, text message marketing, has like up to literally 98% open rates. And we have we have clients locally in town that get that. We send an email, or sorry, a text message, and literally within like three minutes, 80% of them have opened it. Give them another 10 minutes and up to 90%. Like it's literally up to 98% open rates on text message. So everyone's like, why am I still doing email with my 17.8% open rate? I'm going to text message. The unsubscribe rate on text messages is also just about 5% because people are like, this is invasive. I didn't want this in my text message inbox because that's still a really private place to people. Like these inboxes yeah, are not all I'm equal. that's not higher. Yeah, I'm so you shocked. get this stuff and 5% of people every time you send a message are just like, nope, I'm out. So how many times can you go through that before you've lost half your list? Yeah. Right? So that's that's the, th the balance is SMS, amazing text or amazing open rates and very quickly and reply rates are great. But there's also a large segment of people who are like, don't market to me in my text message inbox. That's weird. Yeah. And so I wonder if out. the open rates just higher because for me anyways, when I get a text, I'm like, what? What yeah, you who is this? No so one deletes it without opening it, yeah, right? So right? it's not so that you're interested. Be... It's just that you will open it before deleting it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. And then the one, the other one that we sort of mentioned was that Facebook Messenger marketing is also a thing. I hate that. And it has 80% open rate and 20% click-through, so Ugh. far more effective. Yeah. But And that's, again, that's a social media today is the source I looked up on that. But if you get a whole bunch of blocks, I'm, I'm so here. studied today. I'm so ready for this. Um, 
you can get your page banned if you do this wrong because if people you can you can hit block like if you're getting a bunch of marketing you're like I didn't want this Frank, and they don't <laughs> and they yeah, Frank Sorry, buddy. and they don't uh, they don't stop right yeah. like even you're just like stop messaging me and you end up people just hit a block button there's a block thing on Facebook and if you get that too many times Facebook will just ban your page they're like nope Good. people and they'll shut your page down and you have to work hard to get it republished so. <sighs> I've had some bad situations on there. Yeah. And you can tell it's a bot. And it's Always. like trying to make Awful. you feel guilty. And you're yeah. like, this isn't even a person. Stop messaging me. I hate those. I think those are the worst, the most invasive. And what do you think is the worst? I was interested to hear this. For me, it's the Facebook I think Facebook. I think. Because they're almost always bots and you're supposed to have this back and forth exchange that's just so phony. Um, I Yeah, the few times I've received the text message ones are they've been pretty creative about it and I've kind of enjoyed it. Like there's a local liquor store who did one um, because the rewards program is linked to your phone number. So they have my phone number, although I'm not sure I actually opted in. I think they're just taking those numbers and using them. But what they text was um, something like, you know, the next 20 people in our store that show us this text message get 20% off. And then the next 10 after that get 10% off. And they made this like, they made this little like live action scavenger hunt thing. No. But I thought it was neat. I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch for that next time because maybe if I'm available, I'll jet over there. You and me are really bad examples because we love marketing, right? Right. So somebody will be like, oh, I hate that. It's so annoying. And I'm like, oh, that's genius. I love that. You know, so so neat. We might be slightly... Yeah, I do find the Facebook ones the most invasive and text is not too far behind. At least Facebook, they do have very strict terms and conditions around how marketers can use it. So there's this 24 plus one rule where once the user like you or I have opted in and said, yes, I will receive this message, which is often an ad and it says message us on the ad and you click it and you say whatever you say and it starts a conversation that company now has 24 hours to market to you basically as much as they want they can send you all they can send you a message every 10 seconds if they want they have 24 hours and the second that you respond and re-engage 24 hour clock starts over but at the end of 24 hours if you've just ignored them or blocked them or whatever they are no longer allowed to contact you except once they have a one-time message that they can send whenever they want anytime in the future to try and re-engage you and if you engage with it and talk back to them they get their 24 hour and they're plus one again it's more powerful than the government maybe like seriously they definitely have a lot of social influence is this fair that facebook in all its amazingness has given us so many things over the years Mm -hmm. and when we get a facebook message that's like spammy we get so pissed off but linkedin is like nothing oh nothing but spam we're just so used to that that we're like whatever it's just linkedin you can go see my post today about that (laughs) okay i will so why do you why do you do permission marketing like i think i wanted to talk a bit about why i do it and why maybe you can shed some light on why your clients do it or why you do it but for me i thought you know i do honestly want to make show my expertise and I feel okay. like a weekly business tip does a really good job of that. Okay. And I also love giving people something quick and actionable like we do at the end of every podcast. You know, yeah. here's something free. Here's something actionable. If you do it in your business this week, you'll get more profit and you'll you'll feel more freedom. Like I, I like to be able to show people like, yeah, if you want to do more with me one day, look, I know what I'm doing. If you don't, here's some really great value. Like from the very beginning, I have never, ever sent an email that wasn't like, here's some value. Right. Because I've always known that, like, ever ever since I learned about marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Is there any other reason that we, sh- we send, like, obviously offers and promotions, but 
Um, some of it is just on the automation side. Some of it is reminders, dentist appointment, uh, hair yeah. appointments. Hey, remember you have this thing or confirm by replying yes or whatever. There's yeah. all those ones that are more operational. There's surveys. Yeah, feedback. Um, yeah, I think the most of the ones we do are all promotional, but very high value. So it's it's like two for one. It's not like fifteen okay. percent off because that's that's the thing, especially with text message and Facebook Messenger. It needs to be really high value because on email, there's going to be some tolerance for stuff that's not super valuable. Like I definitely get emails that are just like. I don't know, you should check out this software we have. Did you want more information? And that's not, there's no value there. They're just pitching you. But in text message, there's no way people would tolerate that. So they have to be yeah. really high value. So we give two for ones. We also, um, when people opt in, we ask for their birthday. And so my wife just, it was her birthday two days ago. So she got one from one of our clients that was, hey, come on in for this free thing. Happy birthday. And so we have that automated um, that comes out. So ones like that. Yeah, but like that. Yeah, they need to be highly valuable. Yeah. They're not just, how's your day going? Because <laughs> yeah. people are like, no, that's not, I'm not talking to you. You're a business and this was automated because people yeah. have a good sense for that. And just, and also don't surprise people. Like don't, if people weren't expecting to hear from you, that's a bad scenario. You're going to get huge unsubscribes. Like people need to know and expect, yeah, I'm probably going to hear from them because I entered this contest by texting this number to there and I had to opt in when I did it. And at least I know that they will, they're probably going to market to me. Don't surprise people or don't change the expectation when it's all value, value. And then all of a sudden you just have this spammy promotional thing that doesn't have any value. Just don't surprise people in a bad way. And I know earlier you said we should be, well, you said the whole idea was that we should be building our lists and stuff. And I do still think that's true about you. I'm sure you specified um, high quality lists, but there's been so yeah. many times in the past, like people have done this to, to get Facebook likes. People have done this to grow their email list, but I'm thinking of the home and garden show right now. Cause this is okay. a really good example uh, for me where people are like, well, intelligently trying to get everybody who comes to their booth to give them their email address because that's a way to get leads. Yep. Right. Yeah. But I see so many times they do it wrong. They'll have a contest where they give away like an iPad. Right. So people will give them their email but it's a landscaping company. Yeah. So like you're getting emails from people who just want an iPad, not people who want landscaping. Yes. So you'd be, you know, much better off if you were to say, we're going to give away a $5,000 landscaping right. gift card. Make it If relevant. you're interested in this draw, put your email in. Yeah. Then at least, you know, people that are somewhat interested in landscaping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we've talked about that a bit on here because that is important. Like, so the one client that we do a bit of this for locally is like a vitamin supplements company. So you go in there for your protein powder and pre-workout and all that stuff. And so, yeah, we have, we've done it often where the, the way that we get people into the list is by doing giveaways. So it's a, here's a five pound tub of protein powder, a pair of headphones and a pre-workout or I don't know, it's yeah. all like workout fitness related yeah. stuff. Good. And so people opt in, text this number, text this word to this number. Um, and then we have an automation set up that says, what's your name? What's your birthday? And congratulations, you've been entered into the giveaway. And then when you use these nice apps, there's just a simple like one click button that says pick a winner and it picks it from this list and it makes it very easy. But awesome. yeah, make it relevant because otherwise you've got randoms joining it that have no interest in what you sell yeah. immediately. Yeah. So make sure it has lots of value. 
no surprises. I would say enough value that your recipient feels gratitude when they get it. They're like, thank you for sending me this. And we get that sometimes where we send that and people say, especially like this birthday automation one I mentioned, people will be like, oh, thanks, that's amazing. Or sorry, I'm out of town this weekend. I'm not gonna be able to get it, but that's awesome. Even though, I don't know, people don't understand that there's no one on the other end really reading their replies. (laughs) Oh, I read your replies. If you're replying to my email. On email, yes. I do, I'm talking text message stuff. Oh, those poor texters. (laughs) Because sometimes people are like, oh, I really needed to hear that today. That's true. I hear that. I read that. With text, timing is essential because, like I said, almost all the opens will happen in the first three minutes. So Mm. don't send it at a weird time. Send it at a time when people are most likely to actually be able to check their phone and be able to take whatever action you're asking them to take. Don't do the come in and get your 20% off at the liquor store when it's like nine in the morning, that kind of stuff. Or so. do, because those <laughs> people do. really are going to buy a lot and have a yeah. problem. Um, this has really turned into a lot of uh, texting Kay. talk, and I, I, like, I love that. I'm surprised by that, and I bet a lot of people are going to be too. So when I share this, I'm definitely going to mention that, because I think a lot of people could benefit from doing that. Yeah, like, I think I it is hugely it underutilized as yeah, long as it's too. done carefully. Yeah, and, not... and on brand, like classy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yes. Like, I can think of dentists or hair salons or whatever that send appointment confirmations. Yeah. Fine. But if it's like, if it was my company mm-hmm. with my clientele and the way we do business, if I were to just send some sort of like um, slang filled text message with like yeah. emojis that was like, buy this thing, people would be like, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can combine it with some sort of rewards program, that can be really beneficial like the restaurant that we work with they have a rewards program where every bill you have every time you you eat you can add points and you collect points and then you can earn like free dessert or free appetizer or whatever and so we've been looking and haven't quite solved yet a way to do this automated but people who are say like you know 30 points away from getting that free dessert just topping them up and just sending them a text and say hey we added a few more points to your account so come in for a free dessert and just topping them up and or people who haven't been in for you know three months because now you can see how frequently they've been in and just send them a reminder and an offer or something so there's lots of ways you could combine a rewards program too because then you know how frequently they've been in how how much they're how frequent of a customer they are all that kind of stuff so that is great i I did want to include if you're cool with it who are some people that you have not unsubscribed from Hmm. I've I've like BDC Bloomberg um, and a couple big business coaches. Those are some people that I like. I don't read them all by any means. I delete most mm-hmm. of them, but I still kind of want to know what they're up to. They give me like valuable information. Um, I would have to say there's not very many. Yeah, <laughs> the ones are Social very media examiner. Yeah, there's marketing ones that are more like newsletter based or news. Like Medium is the one that I get every single day because mm-hmm. I have a Medium subscri- subscription, which is the best five dollars you could ever spend if you want to be learning all the time and do a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I subscribe to Medium and they send a newsletter every single day, and it's all algorithmic based on what you've read in the past and what you like. So they'll cool. send you, I forget how many, maybe a dozen or twenty headlines that you might be interested in so i Hmm. scroll that literally every day and there's a couple other marketing ones that i check but there isn't i can't think of too many business ones other than um than apps and software that we actively use like active campaign and i don't know ones like that that will send things that are just advice we might check in on but (laughs) 
Okay, my quick tip is to try an app. If you want to get into this text message stuff, try an app called Simple Texting. That's one that we have used and currently use actually with a client. Um, mostly we use more advanced like like Active Campaign can do it and there's a lot of customization. It can get quite complicated, but if you just need a simple app that's cheap and easy to set up, use Simple Texting. Um, there's apps built within it where you can do text to win contests, you can run polls to people, you can do the birthday text that I was talking about. There's a lot of built-in apps that are really easy to just turn on and, and as a way to collect messages and send them to back to people. So try Simple Texting if you want to get into this SMS stuff. Yeah, and my quick tip is to read that permission marketing book by Seth Godin. It's it's getting old now, but it's still really relevant. Or at least read like the summary of it. You was can... it when's it published? When he? I want to say ninety nine, but that's got to be too old. Well, that's when that's I had had it said that that's when he came up with that term. So maybe that's when Must the book was been. published. Oh, and also, you know what? At our other store, I know we have texting built into a program. So check that first. Like I think a lot of us underutilize our CRMs. Right. Like your CRM might do texting instead of having to get a whole separate app. Yeah. Or there'll be an easy plugin that integrates yeah. really naturally or something. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. We really appreciate you being here with us. Yeah. And you can watch us every Tuesday live on YouTube. Uh, easiest way to find that is bit.ly slash better business podcast. We go live 715 mountain time on YouTube and then you can um, listen wherever you listen to podcasts and we would love for you to subscribe on any of those places. Where can we follow you? Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Kelly Ray Tamaki will find you. Find me on all those. And I'm more of a Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all different because Twitter is Lane underscore Anderson. Instagram is the real Lane Anderson. And you can just look up my name, Lane Anderson, on LinkedIn. We would have been done on time if it wasn't for all your long, All of my long handles. handles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks so much for listening. See, See you next, next week. week.